0: Welcome to Paddling Adventures Radio. I'm Sean Rowley, and with me is Derek
1: Specht. Hey, hello. What's happening, buddy? Well, tonight is a unique opportunity. I am uh, I am recording from work. I'm on my lunch break, and uh, <laughs> so this I don't think I, I don't think I've ever done this before, have I? Recording no.
0: from work? No. This has been a weird week. Um, I think what happened is I found the end of the internet. <laughs> And, when and it kicked back. And <laughs> it kicked back and blew my modem. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, on the weekend there, all of a sudden, my modem started rebooting every hour or so, and now it's gotten progressively worse Till every 10 minutes it's, it's shutting down and it takes uh, about two minutes to come back up. So there was no way we were going to be able to record on our regular scheduled days. Yeah. Uh, because your your work schedule and, and whatnot. And by the time I got a new modem sent to me, um, it was kind of late for our regular night. So, yeah. But uh, I had a chit-chat with John Van Berger earlier today, so we'll do that a little bit later. And uh, you're available for a bit tonight, so I think yeah. it'll all yeah. work out in the long run. We'll still be able to uh, record our... Well, if you're listening to this right now, then... It worked. (laughs) (laughs) See, even a pandemic can't stop us, buddy.
1: Exactly. Exactly. We'll do what we got (laughs) to do. (laughs) I have to do the same thing as you with my rotor. I got to get a new one. It's starting to kick off like yours is, but mine's like two or three times a week, not two or three times an hour.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Mine's like I say, I'd be sitting here and then all of a sudden, hello, hello, hello. (laughs) (laughs) Hello?" (laughs) And I'd look over and there's no lights on. Yeah, and uh, the boys upstairs playing video games, and oh, come on! <laughs> oh, apparently the router's off, the, the modem's <laughs> off. There, yeah. So yeah, we called up our service provider, and he's going, "Oh yeah, you just rebooted it." And I said, "Wasn't me." It's <laughs> 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 okay. Well, that's a problem. We checked a few things. Said, yeah, okay. Well, uh, let me just do a little thing here, and you should have one by Wednesday at the latest." Awesome. So what do you got to ship the other one back or what? Yeah. Yeah. So they just put it, they give me a, a slip and, uh, I throw it on a, I put the old one in, in the box that this one came in uh-huh. and I tore off the old, uh, UPS, uh, sticker, put the new UPS sticker on it and drop it off at the UPS store and say, yeah, send this back. They're dying
1: brilliant trial and error because like this is uh you've broken new ground for me because i've been trying to figure out how i'm going to do this during this uh this uh pandemic and it's like how do i change out a modem yeah i just called you you and said you have figured out all the details for me see there you go buddy i'm there for you
0: (laughs) i am there for you employee (laughs) of the month derek speshed
1: yes yes (laughs) (laughs) that picture was taken if nobody knows what he's talking about go to facebook i am the employee of the month Right. On our there's, Facebook page, here's a picture
0: <laughs>
2: of Derek.
1: It was, a, it, was a, it was, it's a hard fought battle. There's uh you know, with all the employees that we have. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, it was, it was uh, I just barely beat out the cat.
0: <laughs> yeah. But there's, an, <laughs> there's a possum circling in our neighborhood. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the possum would be the next one. <laughs> so anyways, I, uh, uh, it was at the local restaurant village and this was probably about 12 years ago. And, uh, it was, uh, she took a picture of me. I was at the, in the restaurant and that's the picture that, that Sean posted as the, <laughs> as the employee of the month.
0: The employee of the month,
1: Derek. Yeah, too funny.
0: Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, still waiting to, for, for us to be able to go outside and have some
1: fun time. So we got to amuse ourselves somehow. I know, right? <laughs> See, I've been trying to figure out, I haven't got an answer yet, but, uh, I don't know if I'm allowed to go paddling or not. Um from everything so I've avoiding no. it. Yeah. Yeah. So I've been avoiding it. And uh, so I don't know. I, I, I don't know who to call to find out if I'm allowed to do something like that. I assume they don't want me to. If there's some sort of rescue, they don't want to have to risk people getting COVID-19 rescuing me on the lake or something. But Yeah. Right now, man.
0: last I heard, it's everything's out of bounds until May mm-hmm. 31st. Hmm. So. So I want to get on the water. Everybody does. Everybody's chomping at
1: the bit. Soon I will. Well, if the the borders
0: were open, you could cross (laughs) over
1: into the States and go. What I should do is I put the kayak in the basement and just paddle around my basement. Fill it with water.
0: Fill it with water. Yeah. Yeah, Just take out your your hot water tank strategically. (laughs) Plug all the floor drains. Yeah. And go to town, buddy. Sounds like a plan. Well, you do have that old <laughs> pond in your backyard.
1: I do have a pond in my backyard. Go I do. two feet it's, one uh, way,
0: two feet back, two feet yeah, forward, two feet back. That's about high. it, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't practice your rolling. <laughs> no, no. Stop. All that
1: water's pretty scummy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you, yeah. Uh, yeah, it'll, it'll, we'll be out there soon, man. And then yep. everybody will, everybody will be happy and forget all about this time. Exactly. Yeah. But. Um, I was on my, my tour to destroy the internet. Um, (laughs) while I was waiting for the modem to arrive, I was going through some old, um, papers and stuff like that. And I came across a business card I totally forgot about. Um, have you ever heard of run yakking? before tonight, no, I have not so i I remember talking to this fella at the Quiet Adventure Symposium. He came up and handed me his card, and we had a little quick chit chat. that's and
1: how you remembered it. Uh, yeah see, and I never met the guy at the uh, the Quiet Adventure Symposium. Yeah, I think
0: you were at the other end of the table chatting to somebody else about something. Mm-hmm. but um i'm I'm sitting here thinking about this. And people like Johnny Stinson, um our buddy Johnny. Uh, yep. Two for Adventure. Guys like him that love the running. This is something I can picture him doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Oh, yeah, absolutely.
0: So yeah. The, the the gentleman I met, Riley McClincha, uh I met him at the Quiet Adventure Symposium, and he, he hands me his card, uh, and he says he's into run yakking. And I'm thinking, okie dokie,
1: what's that? Yeah, what's that? What are you talking about? And doing Who is my this crazy guy. Yeah,
0: doing my research. I'm. I get the impression he may be the one that started it, and it sort of caught on in spots, but it, it's hard to tell. But in 2009, uh, Riley put his nine and a half foot kayak into the water. He paddled his kayak and ran from the headwaters of Flint, Michigan, to New York City over the span of eight years. Uh, hundred and sixteen days, which is two thousand four hundred twenty miles or three thousand oh, eight hundred and ninety five kilometers.
1: Holy cow
0: and he calls it run yacking, okay
1: so <clears throat> it's like leapfrogging your vehicle in your kayak,
0: yeah, so originally he was just trying to get to Niagara Falls and when he got there, he decided to keep going. <laughs>
1: Eh, yeah. <laughs> might as well keep going. Yeah.
0: Well, like you say, he does it in spurts, right? Like over, yeah. over, over time. Like it's not in one go sort of thing.
1: Yeah. He's not like Forrest Gump. He's, uh. Yeah. He takes some breaks.
0: Uh, yeah. Once in a while. So he <laughs> sets his kayak at a spot that he's going to dr- start his day. He drives a few kilometers down the road, parks his van, and he runs back to his kayak. Then he paddles to the van. Then he gets in his van and he drives it a few miles down the road and he runs. He's not walking. He's running back. Jumps in his kayak and paddles to his van. And he does this routine over and over and over till he made it to Niagara Falls. And it's like, woohoo, this is pretty cool. And, um, he would do this a few, few days at a time, always picking up where he left off, that sort of thing. Right. And apparently at one point he had to stop because he had heart surgery. (laughs) So, um, (laughs) yeah, yeah. That put a little kibosh on it for a little bit.
1: Good excuse to take a break. Yeah.
0: Um, so yeah, so he took time off to do that. And when he got to Niagara Falls, he decided, you know what, let's just see how far I can go. And he made his way, uh, on the Erie Canal to Albany, New York. And then down the Hudson to New York City in the Statue of Liberty. And he circled around the the Statue of Liberty.
1: That's crazy. That's amazing. That's pretty cool,
0: if you ask me. Like I said, I know guys that would do this. And like I Mm said, the first person that always pops to mind is Johnny Stinson. So, Johnny, if you're listening,
1: (laughs) I got a business (laughs) card you need, buddy. (laughs) (laughs) He's He's actually out of commission for running right now. What happened? He got himself a hernia. Oh,
0: that's right. That's right. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So Johnny, when you're done your hernia business, <laughs> see the thing is he can't even get it operated on currently. Yeah. They're well they're starting to uh, make plans to start with some of the operating rooms and all that again. Booking electives and stuff again? Yeah, yeah. Uh I think not really electives per se, but the more um the more, more important ones like cancer ones. surgeries and stuff yeah. like that, right? Mhm. So
1: now, I where uh, hernias fit on that list?
0: Yeah, probably a little bit lower. Yeah. So <laughs>
1: it's not life-threatening.
0: Give it a couple years, Johnny, and this card's yours, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> so then, the trip they're currently doing is Flint, Michigan, to Chicago. Okay. So okay. He finished. He finished the New York City in 2017, and he immediately started this Flint to Chicago trip. Okay. So he's paddling uh, from Flint, Michigan up to like in inland like rivers and stuff like that uh, to Lake Huron. Then he's going up the west coast of Lake Huron to uh, the Osable River um, yep. that I can't remember, Oscoda, Osc- Oscoda, uh, Michigan. And it cuts straight across that northern Michigan peninsula. You can get from, so you can go from Huron straight across to um, Lake Michigan. Which point they will then go straight down the east coast of Lake Michigan around the bottom and up to Chicago. Because of course you got to follow the shoreline, right?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: So he started that 2017 and as of September 2019, when I got to think that they quit for the year, He's in Grayling, Michigan, which is about halfway across that Michigan peninsula. Hmm. Mm-hmm. So he's currently doing that, and that'll take him a... I got to think, if he's done that since 2017, I got to think, depending on what happens this year, I got to think he'll be done by 21, 22. I'm
1: trying to pull that route up when I'm up. I'm surprised that we have... Uh... That we're talking so easily because uh, I can't even load Google Maps on my computer right now. I, I'm, in a, I'm in a basement office and it's, um, I can't even look I can't Google, I can't even load the Google page. Anyways. It's because <laughs> I broke it. It's because I broke it.
0: I broke the internet, buddy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, so when you get a chance, pull up Google Maps, find Grayling, yeah. Michigan. Find Flint, Michigan. Find Grayling, Michigan. And then find Chicago. And you'll see the the route they're they're taking. Yeah. So he's yeah, so it's that's pretty cool to you know, and like I say, if you can do it when you're uh in your off hour, so to speak. Mm-hmm. You know, a few days at a time. So now, yes, that running bit that gets me. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you know yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, oh nice comfy drive. Okay, now I gotta run. Yeah. Ooh, my kayak, I'll paddle down. I'm gonna get my yeah. truck, I'm gonna drive. Oh no, I gotta run.
1: Yeah. I assume uh, he's sleeping in his truck.
0: I would assume so. So then, well, it's, a van, it's sleep, a van, right? He, say, he said, "He said it a was van. a van, yeah."
1: Yeah, and then after that, so you have a night's sleep in an uncomfortable van, and then do it all over again the next day. Yeah, <laughs> I'm paddling. I'm running. <laughs> wow. Hey, did uh, what did Forrest Gump do at night? Did he just run 24 hours a day? I That's sort of what I d- that made it
0: look like. They they never actually covered that. Hmm. So. <laughs>
1: Anyway, it was just a curiosity popped into my head. Yeah. So, yeah, if
0: you're big into the running and you're big into the um, into the kayaking, well, there, there's there's even the, the stand-up paddle boarding. They do this on some of the races and, and whatnot. Uh, or I guess you'd be able to do it with a canoe as well. Anything paddle Yes, about. absolutely, yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, so run-newing? <laughs> if, if there's run-yacking, would that be run-new- renewing? Ren- renewing. run-newing? Run-newing. Run-newing?
2: <laughs>
0: Renoui. runaway. Yeah. Where do we? Uh, <laughs> There is a book out called The Run Yacker's Journey. You can get it on Amazon. You can get it uh, the Google, all that sort of thing. There's there's an e-version of it, a ki- like Kindle version, or I do believe you can get a paperback copy. Uh, basically, that's about his trip going to New York. Um, but, uh, yeah, check that one out. But, yeah, it was, it was pretty cool just to chat with him and uh, looking into it, and I'm thinking, I know people that would do this. Me, no, Uh, but I know people. (laughs) (laughs) It's the running part. So now, uh, and this is what I'm thinking is like, it's got to have started with him just the way he's, they say he calls it run yakking. Yeah. But there are now run yak races in Michigan, in various spots in Michigan, uh, in Alabama, there's one. And in Florida, there's a big one. Uh, and basically in the races you run X amount of miles, uh, whatever, if it it's a there's three and a half, five, ten sort of things, so you run those x amount of miles to where your kayak is, and then you paddle all the way back to the start finish line. Yeah. Right. So there's no no like no vans involved. That one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it seems like a lot of work. <laughs> I don't know. But you know what? It's pretty cool though. It, it's pretty cool just to just to think about doing that all the way to New I, York.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Like I, I, I'm. If I could get on to Google, I, I'm really curious about a route that would take you down to New York. Like the logistics alone. Like he, would be probably poring over a map every night between uh, sections and uh, trying to figure out his route to get down there. Well, yeah, getting to the
0: canal and all into the yeah. Erie Canal and down and, yeah, yeah.
1: That's. Uh, it, it sounds. It sounds intriguing. And if I was ten years younger, I might be interested in doing something like that.
0: If you go to (laughs) runyacker.blogspot.com, he talks about his his stuff there. That's his his page. Uh, Uh And also, The Run Yacker on Facebook. R-U-N-Y-A-K-E-R. The Run Yacker. And runyacker.blogspot.com. And he talks, uh-huh. to, he talks about his trips there and where he's, like you say, he's, they show his current, uh, position in Grailing uh, on his, on his way to Chicago. Yeah. So if you're interested in something a bit different and we're always talking about stuff that's different, uh, yes, check, out, check out run yacking. I think you might, uh, you might find that pretty cool.
1: Um, what else you got anything else there, Derek? I don't. I'm. Uh, I'm just hoping my phone doesn't ring because that'll be a disruption to the uh, to the call. Well, <laughs> now uh, you have said that. Let me grab my phone and call somebody. <laughs> <laughs> well, li- it's the. I like phone. to phone a friend.
0: <laughs>
1: yeah, it's the work phone. You don't even have that number.
0: <laughs> oh, hang on a sec. Let's just test that theory. <laughs> I'll
1: just start at one one yeah. one one one. <laughs> there, and there. I have, to, I have to leave the ringer on too because in case they need to get a hold of me. Well, in case there's a nuclear meltdown. Well, let's hope no. Let's hope there's none of those. Yeah, way to go, Homer. <laughs> well, uh, we are in the middle. We are in the middle of a startup. This unit hasn't run in three years, and uh, so we're trying to get it running. Oh, excellent!
0: So let's yeah. just take
1: you away from that and talk about power. <laughs> it's my lunch break. I'm allowed. <laughs> uh,
0: well, let's just take a quick break here, and uh, like I said, when we come back from break, we'll we'll uh, have that little chit chat I had with. Um, with John Van Berger earlier today. And then uh, after that, we'll come back and uh, chat a bit more. good with that? Awesome.
1: Let's do it. Excellent. We'll be right back in, in a minute. Hi, this is Derek Spurst. You're listening to Paddling Adventures Radio. If you like what you've been hearing, you can find out more by checking us out at paddlingadventuresradio.com, as well as on Facebook, Instagram, and on Twitter. You can find all of our episodes on iTunes, Google Play, and the episode page for our website, where all our podcasts are available for download or streaming. We love to hear from our listeners. So if you have a suggestion for the show or want to let us know how we're doing, please drop us a line. Thanks for listening. Enjoy the show.
0: This portion of the show is brought to you by Algonquin Outfitters. Algonquin Outfitters, providing quality Algonquin Park backcountry adventures for the entire family since 1961. Whether you want to get on the water for a day or a week, the friendly staff at Algonquin Outfitters can help you out. Find them online at algonquinoutfitters.com or visit one of their 12 locations. Algonquin Outfitters, your outdoor adventure store, with locations in Algonquin Park, Muskoka, and Halliburton. Welcome back. With us now, I have John Van Berger. How's it going, John?
3: It's going okay. How are you doing?
0: Not too shabby. Trying to, uh... Well, like I say is uh, i found the I think I found the end of the internet that I've been searching for, and <laughs> my modem decided to go ooey kabluie. um mm-hmm. so it's been a bit of a struggle to get this week's show out, and we're having to do it in in sections, but uh, yeah, I got a new modem and everything delivered and uh unfortunately it's it's eating into different schedules and whatnot, but hey, we're getting through man we're gonna we're gonna get yeah. this out there
3: and it's it's a little weird, I have to say normally. We record at night Mm -hmm. and I'm sitting here in broad daylight looking out my window while we're recording. And normally I'm sitting in, you know, in a dark office. And so, yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's feels a little weird. It's weird, dude.
0: That's that's us. Paddling (laughs) Adventures Radio. It's weird. (laughs) That should be our new tagline. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to Paddling Adventures Radio. We're weird. (laughs) And you know what? I would have so many people going, yep. Yeah,
3: yeah, exactly. It's no like, denying This isn't it. new. You did, yeah, you didn't need to tell us that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh well, we haven't missed an episode in four years, and I'm not starting now. Pandemic, or exactly.
3: Not. Yeah, that's a that's a record worth upholding, man.
0: Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. It's like the Iron Man thing, right?
3: That's right. That's right.
0: So you're down in Wisconsin, and we're yes up in I am. Ontario. And up in Ontario, mm-hmm. we're still stuck in our houses. No conservation areas. No paddling. No camping. No hiking. No this. No that. Nature's cut off from yep. us. But down in Wisconsin, you guys have a stay-at-home order.
3: Yeah, it's it's officially called the safer at-home order. Okay. And what it what it says is you know it it's basically it's sort of like what you have, but the light version if you will (laughs) um for for people who live in southern wisconsin it's very similar to yours okay but for central and northern what it means is that you know don't go out unnecessarily social distancing you know all of those things right which are which i'm absolutely fine with Um, it does the only difference that i can see is we're allowed to go to public lands and, and that's one thing that Wisconsin is known for is it's public lands right. um, more than a lot of states have and uh, so we're allowed to go to those public lands as long as we practice you know um, the physical distancing and be smart about it okay. and so um, it specifically says in there that you can also travel to these places so where I live you know it's I, I live in a small town, but I live on the edge of the town and there's a lot of state wildlife areas nearby and there's even a national wildlife refuge nearby. Right. So, you know, I'm able to go to those places and you know, and get out. And and so far when I have, for the most part, there's not been a lot of people out there. So um, you know, just trying to trying to be safe and be smart about it. Right. Yeah.
0: So, so you can go out and have your fun and maybe just a lot of people are still, um, erring on the side of caution, I guess. Just not, yeah. not getting out there because I think once you start, you know, you, especially this time of year, you're just like, okay, ah, I got out one I'm going out again, going out again, going out again, going out again.
3: Yeah. 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 It's, you know, it's, it is, um, you know, I, I work at home. So, you know, for me, in some ways, I'm getting out a little bit more than what I normally would because a lot of my work has just gone away. Right. Uh, So I don't have that keeping me inside the house, if you will. You know, so I I can go take walks now. I can go paddling. And this last week, I was able to get out to go paddling twice. Oh, I know. from
0: From Derek and myself, we hate you.
3: Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I understand. And, you know, that's the thing about even saying this, right? It's just kind of like, I know, you know, probably half the people listening to this will be jealous, but they'll be happy for me. Yes. And then the other half will just hate me, period. Yeah, hate <laughs> don't hate. That's
0: right. <laughs> sorry, not sorry.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, you know what? That's why everybody's up here. They're chomping at the bit to to get out there. I mean, uh, on Facebook, one of my memories on my personal page came up last week. Um, Mm -hmm. and it was from like 10 years ago saying, getting, packing up for my first canoe trip of the season, you know, and, and it's April and I was was already out there uh, on a, on a canoe trip, a week long canoe trip already. And now here I am stuck in my basement working from home and, um, you know, like, don't get me wrong. I'm, I'm glad I'm still pulling in a a paycheck every week, but you know, like the weekends or something you'd like to be out there and, and hitting the, the trails and stuff, but there's just, it's a total do not go and everybody wants to get out there. So I'm thinking there are people that are sneaking out and just not publicizing it and and whatnot, because you know, that's what people do.
3: Right, right.
0: But then again, we're all sitting up here watching you go out there paddling and hating you.
3: (laughs) (laughs) So would it help at all if I told you there were gale force winds, um, water spouts, um, sharks in fresh water, sharks chasing me.
0: It would not make a difference if you told me Godzilla came up from the bottom and flipped your canoe. <laughs> I would. oh, I would long for the day Godzilla reappeared and flipped my canoe. <laughs> Luxury, I tell you. Luxury. Yeah. Yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I hear ya. you. know. You know, and it is a funny thing because, so the, the first a time I was able to go out this this past Friday, I went to a lake that's really close to me it's called dexter
2: mm-hmm.
3: and it's right along the highway so it's not like a wilderness experience and but it's it's kind of the place I go to a lot It's generally my first paddle of the year because it's close right and so I do a lot of exercise paddling and stuff down there too uh, but it you know this year it had more meaning than a lot I mean there's y- your first time out is always special right yeah um, but I know that you know, a lot of people like you, you know, you and, and the people who live in, in the greater Toronto area and such, and, and a lot of Ontario aren't able to, to get out at all. So I felt really, really lucky, you know, um, and I, and I feel for them because it's, you know, so this is a, it was a special thing, you know, um, yeah, but, you, you know,
0: the rest, being able to get but, out this early in the season and the first trip of the season is always
3: the one cause you've been looking forward to it for so long. Right. Right. Yes, you know, and the, and the smells, you know, it's 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 funny because it's that smell of the water and of of wet earth and you know all that stuff when you're paddling, that, you know, it it just it just hits you and and it makes you feel, just like oh yes, I've been waiting for this right and uh, so it's it's funny, but when I think of that, you know, we have some smell is associated really strongly with memory. A lot of times when I think about that smell it's immediately Dexter Lake. Okay. And, uh, yeah, so, so it was out, it was out there. It was my first trip and, uh, you know, it's, it's, it is one of those benefits of living in Wisconsin.
0: Well, you know what I've been there, there's two types of paddling I've been really focusing on the last couple of years. One of them Mm -hmm. is, as we've talked about before, is my getting out there back to basics, um, you know, no, no help sort of trips, backcountry wilderness trips, which, you know, people are sort of like, ooh, dude. And I'm like, hey, they used to do this a hundred years ago. No difference. And the other thing I've been talking about for the last couple of years is local paddling. Mm -hmm. You know, there's a lot of areas in your locality that you can go out and paddle. You just got to, you know, if you don't know they're there, take a peek and you'll find out how much paddling you can do in your area. And if this Dexter is right close to you, that's perfect.
3: Yeah. And it's. You know, when I lived in New Hampshire, I, I taught out there for a few years, and I had three lakes within a mile and a half of, of my classroom door. And, and one of them was Lake Winnipesaukee, which is a huge, you know, huge lake out there.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Um, and I, I don't have that here, but it's kind of like, you know, it's like you say, what's local? And, and it becomes special to you. You know, yeah. when I think of Dexter, Dexter feeds into the Yellow River and i uh or rather reverse rather <laughs> and um I paddle up the yellow river and, and i remember seeing otters i went out just before winter once and these otters came up and they were playing in the water in there and intertwining around each other and and uh going under and then they come back up and check you know where where am i at what am i doing and you know that's the kind of thing while semi-trucks are going by on the highway <laughs> that runs next to it. <laughs> but, you know, in your memory, you, you focus on those otters, right? But it's, right. it is. It's 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 that local, you know, what can you do locally? And, and I think right now it's, it's more important than, than it's ever been.
0: Yeah, because you're not going to want to travel for five hours somewhere to find out that you can't get into wherever you're going or... Yep. anything right whereas like right. 10 minutes down the road if you go 10 minutes down the road and there's 15 cars to put in you're only 15 minutes from home that you can turn around and go right back sort of thing
3: right yeah, yeah yeah you know and and for where i'm at like when i went out this this past week uh and i paddled up into the yellow and came back down after a little bit of a rest because clearly i'm out of shape from my um my safer at home uh, <laughs> existence. I <laughs> uh, felt those muscles in my back in a way that I haven't for a while. Uh, but when I got back, I had been the only car out in this spot. There, uh, Excuse me, there was one other near, uh, near me. And when I came back, it was like there was a fishing derby going on. There were, you know, a lot of people were out there. And initially, they were all social distancing. I thought, this is great. This is really cool. And as I was, you know, putting the, the kayak up on the vehicle and stuff, you know, a group of people got, a big group of people got together and it's like, oh, come on, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't
0: do that. There, there's a lot of people doing that kind of crap and you're just like, you know what? Um, it's one thing if you want to get out, you know, you're feeling that need to get out and you're going yes. to a thing, but if you see a bunch of people that you know, like you still got to do the social distancing thing. Yes. You still got to, right. you know, don't all group together at the, at the start of the trailhead. Yes. Because you're defeating the purpose. Even if you're going to be walking, you know, 20 feet between each group, you've just grouped everybody together.
2: Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Um,
0: yeah. Yeah. I've, I've, I've seen a couple things like that uh, posted and you're just like, you people just aren't getting it.
3: Yeah. And, you know, and that's the, that's the issue, you know, and there's, there are memes floating around the internet now about why is this acceptable? And they show a bunch of people in, you know, a grocery store and this is not, and they show, you know, like somebody out fishing or somebody solo on a trail. Mm -hmm. And it's like, I understand that frustration. The problem is that's not what it's like right now. Yeah. (laughs) You know, when you, when you go to some of the, the put-ins or some of the, the trailhead parking lots, they're jam packed. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, I, so.
0: we've just, uh, I was doing, uh, there's a couple of people I have, um, uh, Skype calls and stuff like that every week. Um, just, mm-hmm. you know, keeping in touch. Cause I know they're, they live alone and they don't have much top, t- time to talk with anybody else. So, you know, we're doing these keeping contact, make sure that everybody's good sort of thing. And yeah. one of the contact, uh, conversations that came up was what happens when we're all allowed to start getting out there.
3: Right. Yeah. That,
0: that's exactly it everybody's going to just gangbusters for, for the trailheads, right? And the portage, right. the put-ins and all that sort of stuff. I really yes. think they're going to have to take their time. And I, I think they're going to have to have security guards and mm-hmm. do like they're doing in the stores right now. Okay, no, you you wait in line here. And then when somebody yep. comes out, okay, you can go in. I, yeah. I, I really think that's exactly what's going to happen. Um, yep. They're going to have to. Otherwise, everything we've been doing for the last month is is going to be wasted
2: Mm -hmm.
3: well and you know the the reason why the area i live is different than for example southern wisconsin is is that reason they had so many people in the state parks they had so many people at the trailheads they had so much vandalism and so much trash that they shut down most of those state parks um from about uh, in, in the southern area of the state right where you're and that's where you're, you know, where Madison and Milwaukee and your some of your bigger cities are down there. Right. So, you know, unfortunately, it, again, this is why we can't have nice things. Um, people were breaking in and apparently taking out toilet paper and sanitizer. And you're just kind of like, come on, people, uh, really? You know, so the positive, I think, when, you know, I I hope is is that people appreciate these things more. And, and I'll be honest you know, I love the area I live, right? Now, I make jokes about this all the time, right? And you've chimed in on a few of these. <laughs> because, you know, it's Wisconsin is, you know, cheese, beer, and, and a big area where no one else in their right mind wants to live, right? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I, I'm hoping that, that, like what you said, the emphasis on paddling locally and and, and finding these little places you can go um, that, that maybe you wouldn't have before. Yeah and, yeah. and I think that, I think that's, you know, the little trails, not the, not the big long trails someplace, but it might be a small connecting trail or something, you know, that I think those, that's what's in, what people I, I hope will find important with this.
0: Well, I've said it before and I'll say it again. Google map is your friend. Yeah. You know, if you Google Absolutely. map your area, you're going to see a lot of water. Yes. And where there's water, there's, you know, you just follow it around. You're going to find places to put your canoe or your kayak or your stand-up paddleboard in. So that you can, you know, stay relatively clear of a, of a lot of people and uh, go on a nice little day paddle or, you know, for a couple of hours or something like that. At least to get you out of the house. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I mean, that's the big thing I'm finding right now is we don't really have too much around us that's open. But we're doing these, we've got this big route through our subdivision now. And depending on time of day, you can time it where there's absolutely, you see absolutely nobody walking. Right. And it's like three and a half kilometers. Yeah. You know, so you do this little three and a half kilometer once or twice a day sort of thing, like do one in the morning and do one in the evening sort of thing. And Mm -hmm. so at least you're getting out. But when when time comes, I think you're going to be able to do the same sort of thing. uh, Well, for you right now, you can go find these little places that you can get out for a few hours and. You know, see one, maybe two people and, you know, you're, you're far enough apart that it's not going to, not going to be a, an yeah. issue.
3: Yeah. Yeah. When I was out on, on the lake and then going up the, on the and then going out the Yellow River, you know, there were a few fisher, uh, fishermen in boats out there as well. Right. And, you know, you just kind of chat as you're going by sort of that, you know, that, that, uh, any luck kind of conversations yeah. you always have. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and and I have to I have to ask you this because has anybody ever said they're doing great? Um yeah. Like yeah. cuz yeah. whenever like around here you say any luck today? It it's like the 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 standard reply is nah, not much. Oh, and I'm no. I
0: like I get everything from well, we just got here to nope to yeah, well, I got a couple of bites and oh. you every so often you'll get the yeah you should have seen the big one we we hauled in but we threw it back so either yeah. you know they're they're out there for a good time
3: or they're lying through their teeth <laughs> 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 See, and i think down here it is you know what it is it's like it's the response you don't go to the same spot these people were or are <laughs> yeah <laughs> or yeah. you know ask what they're using i don't know it just i it always seems like you know, if the luck was that bad, I don't think you would keep being here every week, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm
0: sorry, sir, but I think you're full of it. <laughs>
3: That's right. <laughs> but, yeah, you know, I, I until I got back to that, that shore area, I think that will open up, too, because this, on May 1st, the, there's a, a big park on Dexter, a county park, and that will open up on May 1st. Right um and so i think that will spread that out because right now everybody was over in this other area uh that i use as a put in and uh so i'm hoping that 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 will be the case and people will be you know maybe a little thinking a little bit more about this because just because the orders you know to that you can go out again it doesn't mean that the virus isn't still there right yeah
0: and see we're so. i think everything here is now may 31st Is
3: it okay? Yeah. So we
0: still got another month till we're till they decide whether they're going to extend it again or not.
3: Yeah, our our governor extended it, and then the legislature, uh, some members of the legislature here, have filed a suit um, with the Supreme Court uh, about the extension. So uh, because I think our extension is through May twenty-six or something like that as well. So, um, but then they then then they said that a lot of these state parks will open up. So I'm, I'm, it's kind of some mixed messages right now, you know?
0: Yeah. Yeah. So we'll see what happens. So while you, while you were paddling, what did
3: you see? Uh, a lot of central Wisconsin is where I, where I am. It's a lot of big wetlands area. And so there's some farms, but there's also a lot of cranberry bogs now. So lots and lots of water and, to a lot of people, it probably just looks like endless mar- you know, marshes and uh, <laughs> mosquito territory. Perfect. But, <laughs> yeah. But there's a lot of wildlife diversity here. So uh, blue herons, mallards, wood ducks, um, a number of ducks I hadn't seen, black cormorants, and even uh, a buffalo head duck. It oh, just yeah? Care- yeah, did not care that I was paddling alongside it, uh, which kind of surprised me. And, uh, and then some sandhill cranes, which, which I just love. They're really cool to see. Yeah. And you know, that to me, that call of a sandhill crane is as, I don't know what the right word is. You know, there's nothing more romantic than the call of a loon on a Northern Lake. Right. Right. For me, it's the same with the sandhill cranes. It, it, for me, that means home. That means this area. And so, uh, when I was up on the Yukon journey one morning, I heard the sandhill cranes flying overhead because they you know, their flightway is, is phenomenal. And, uh, they were on the way up to Alaska and it, it just like, it just makes me happy. Just, you know, it hits to the core. It makes you think of, for me, it makes me think of home. So to go out and you frequently hear them when you're out paddling and seeing them. So, you know, for me, that's, it's fantastic. Can't yeah. beat it. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So, um, the second trip on Sunday, then, uh, my wife, Jan and I went out and we went down to, uh, there's a lot of state wildlife areas here and we paddled some of the canals and some of the backwaters of the Cranberry box. Right. Um, So in some areas you're paddling on these little small lakes in others, you're in these very narrow, but deep canals. Okay. And. It's just really it's nothing I, I think that I normally would paddle right but we were I was driving down there and I was going to go hiking in in sand hill the the wildlife demonstration area and uh we took a different route to get there and as we're driving we were driving down this little road, and there's these canals on each side of the road, and it's you know there's no shoulder <laughs> and it's and it's deep water on both sides. And it gives you a little bit of a pause as you're driving because, you know, there's a lot of pickups and and people out, you know, in some of these areas. Right. But um, it's, it was just a very different but very cool experience. It was, it was great to go out there. And so we went out and we paddled and um, it was, it was fantastic.
0: Well, you know, that's like the, uh, we got the canals here, like the Trent Canal, the Severn, that sort of thing, right? Uh, mm-hmm. you get out there and yeah, I mean, Now I guess it's just the canal. It's not, you guys don't have locks and all that through there. Right. Right. Yeah.
3: Yep. And these are, you know, and so, so then the question, so these are canals for sure, but then there's that whole question of, uh, are there levees or are there dikes? Right. And do we need an, do we need an engineer to tell us the difference? <laughs> yes. <laughs> because, <laughs> because when you look it up, it sounds basically the same, um, But uh, you know it's it's kind of cool. So uh, we were out paddling through these, and you know you could you can get in a a pretty good distance with them because again, this area, a lot of these were built back in the twenties and thirties, and uh, at the time people were trying to farm the area, and so they built these to drain some of these marshes. Right. And then uh, since then, they've you know they've found the use for them with because of the cranberry box so now wisconsin is is one of the biggest producers of cranberries in the united states mm cranberries i know yeah. and so they're actually they're 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 in the water and on the bank as you're paddling like at one point i picked up a handful of them and took a picture of it because it's like wow check it out this Are is the edible you know, um not well <laughs> i'll send you some you tell me <laughs>
0: <laughs> like if if you had all the equipment to harvest them, could you like wild cranberries?
3: Yeah, you know what you can do is is um you can they're they're extremely hard mm-hmm. um when when they're harvested. So but what you can do is you can um grind them up and get like a, a you can juice them and you'll get a very what's the word I want to use? A very very pungent, very sour uh, concentrate and you can mix that with water and they taste really good. The ones here have, have been in there for over a winter because they came up from last year's harvest. Right. And so, um, they were actually spongy like grapes. Uh, I did not try one though. I'm sorry. I let you down there.
0: We went to, when we were in, uh, we did this whole total new England tour around Halloween one year and mm-hmm. we went to the ocean spray, um, cranberry place and of yeah. course they have, you know, they're out there they're harvesting and they, and you can try them if you want. So I'm like popping these things. And I mean, once you get over that little, you know, back of the jaw, bitter, sour <laughs> right. thing, um, yeah. they're, I, I love cranberries and I mean, we, we, we buy the cranberry bag of cranberries and we make cranberry sauce and uh, mm-hmm. like, all that sort of stuff. But, uh, yeah. yeah, I don't know if, if you'd be able to do the same with the wild ones.
3: Yeah, it's, um, like get there a whole bunch are, of them
0: and boil them up, add some sugar and water, and uh, right. boil them up yeah. till they and pop.
3: They're all. Um, it is all. They're not really wild out there. the The reason these were in these canals is because there's this whole interconnected. All of these canals run into backwaters that go into cranberry bogs. So the area where I was paddling on the outskirts of this, if you if you draw like maybe uh, a one mile loop around where we were paddling. There were probably six or seven cranberry companies out there oh, that man. have that have put in bogs. See the 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 soil, most of the soil around here is sand. Mm-hmm. So it is very much like, you know, Massachusetts and Oregon and in terms of and that's why our production has gone up so high. And so, in the last 20 years, as Ocean Spray has, has come out with more and more cranberry-related products, it's, you know, it's it's kind of gone through the roof.
0: Yeah, There's more call for it.
2: Yeah.
3: Pe- yeah. People
0: want the actual cranberry stuff, not just the gelled-in-a-can sort of <laughs> right. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, because people are, I yeah. mean, we cook with them and everything now. Yeah. So, Oh,
3: it's it's awesome. Yeah. To be it's able amazing. to
0: get out there and actually see them, that'd be something... <laughs> Um, if you could do like, if you were on an overnighter or something like that, you know, how people go and pick blueberries on a canoe trip, mm-hmm. throw some cranberries into something you're making on uh, the reflector oven or something like that. That'd be kind yeah. of cool.
3: Yeah. So we, uh, saw those and we were out and, and it was funny because as you're paddling along, it's, you know, a lot of, it's kind of brown now and, and we're just starting to get some green grass coming up to replace those old, you know, the cattails that are still up from last year and everything that are right. all brown. But then you have these these red speckles as you're paddling along. It was kind of cool. So um and now I I I'm going to tell you about maybe the most romantically named lake you've ever heard. All righty. Okay? Brace all yourself. Right. All right. And if people and if people are are listening to this like while they're driving, I probably should tell them to pull over because the name is so romantic. It might make them swoon (laughs) and, and they could have a problem driving. All right. What's the name? Okay. Lake three dash one, one, six. Wow. Huh? (laughs) Doesn't that just conjure up the beauty of the Northwoods? Do they run out of names? (laughs) (laughs) I, I, you know, I, if, it's funny because I, I had no idea what this was, right? I saw this this body of water, and then, like you said, look at Google Maps, right? Switch to satellite image, and I was looking at this, and oh my God, paddled Lake three dash one one six. How romantic! Well, how many others are there? I, well, clearly there must be at least three dash one one five.
0: Would there be like a two and a one? See? So one dash one one six, two dash one one six. The possibilities a lot of are
2: endless. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Ask a lot of questions, doesn't it? <laughs> hmm. Yeah. So, uh, but it was funny. It's, a. It's you know, it's, again, it's kind of one of these areas where it's in a state wildlife area and, and backwaters of cranberry bogs and uh, lots of water plants. It's, it's maybe, maybe two feet deep. And uh, so you're you're paddling through lily pads and and a lot of stuff you can see in the water and lots of fish darting out, you know, around you. So I think uh, the next I'm going to build a a little rack on the front for the front of the kayak and I'm going to drop a GoPro on it and paddle through there again this next week and see you know see what we can see
2: Mm -hmm.
3: Uh, just because it's you know it's 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 kind of cool and you know you're out there the funny thing is you're you know when you're out whitewater paddling or whatever you're on a a wilderness river you're constantly watching and trying to read the river right yeah it was kind of like that here too except you were trying to get around the shallow spots (laughs) because there were a lot of shallow spots
0: right I like think Radiant is like that in Algonquin. It's like shallow; like you walk out forever in this mm-hmm. thing. But it's big round lake that you don't have to. Now, if you were to fill that with lily pads and stuff, I think you'd be looking at the same sort of what you're describing.
3: Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's <laughs> you got to plan your route. Wow. So yeah, but it was it was it was great. I mean, it was great. I got out there, trumpeter swans. Uh, there was, in fact, there was one trumpeter swan that was out swimming and it was on the other side of, uh, a lot of cattails from us. And as you were looking over, you could just see that head floating above the cattails. <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't see any of the rest of it, but just this head going by. And it was like, well, there's something you don't see every day. <laughs> That's just freaky. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, but so it yeah, so, it, it was, sounds uh, like
0: spring's well on its, uh, well, it's on its way there.
3: Yeah, and, and I had been going down and, and doing a little bit of, like, day hiking in Sand Hill, and I was noticing that green come up. And then we got that freak snowstorm, or, or I guess not freak snowstorm, but our, our big April snowstorm that kind of signifies the end of the season. Right. And, and uh, so now it's, it's finally coming back, you know. So, Which, of course, means that the ticks are out, like, mad.
0: Oh, uh, yes.
3: You know. We but, have but, yeah, a, it was,
0: a uh, possum in our around our house. That's cool. Possums eat a ticks.
3: Yes. Which make them, you know, now one of my favorite animals in the entire world.
0: Maybe I'll, I'll see if he wants to go on a vacation. I'll give him a paid vacation to your house and you can take him out with you.
3: <laughs> Please, man, that would be awesome. You know, always, when I let the dogs out at night and stuff, I always look out there just to make sure there's no skunks or, you know, possums or anything, but I would love to have a possum here. Cause we have deer going through the backyard all the time. Right. And, uh, you know so the other night they came out and i was throwing out some bird seed and stuff and they saw me and they started walking over i'm like oh hey guys um,
0: <laughs> hey big don't want to be doing that
3: yeah keep those ticks over there with you mhm
0: yeah they they bring them all in don't they oh yes they do Yeah. so
3: but no it was it was a it was a good weekend uh, a nice little paddle we you know and it wasn't a far paddle right we did uh, i looked down at the gps it said it was 3.88 miles, and I mentioned that to Jan, because we were paddling back to the car at that point, and uh, she said, go ahead, I know you want to get four, <laughs> 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 which which was my, my first thought, right? I it's mean, a little just kind of yeah. just round up, right? So, yeah, exactly, and so she's like, yeah, go ahead, so she got out yeah, uh, uh, at the... The takeout place there and i continued down the canal and then turned around and came back and i'm like she gets me <laughs> she's a keeper <laughs> so you know yeah
0: <laughs>
3: yeah because you know that one uh 1. 1.2 or 0. 0.12 miles is you know so important than bigger scheme of things yeah yeah
0: well that's what I, I was saying earlier there is i take pride in my 35 to forty thousand kilometers i drive in my truck every year and I filled yeah. up last March 22nd. Uh, that's <laughs> over a month ago and I'm still above a quarter tank.
3: Yeah, it, you know, it's, so it's crazy, right?
0: I, I did the the guesstimation. I've saved already about 2,000 kilometres and about $400 in gas. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Just by hanging out in my basement. <laughs> that's right. <laughs>
3: Me and my large Being group of friends. The <laughs> yeah,
0: there's just three of us here me, myself, and I. <laughs>
3: You're not actually working, are you? You're just sitting in the dark in the basement. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Once in a while, I turn the light on to <laughs> make sure, yep, world's still there, hasn't ended. Where are all the zombies, everybody? What happened to the zombies? They were supposed to be yeah. zombies. <laughs> <laughs> so, what else you got coming up? Any more? Um, anything else coming up this week? Do some uh,
3: more? I am going to um, I'm gonna go back down and do some hiking in that state wildlife area. Okay. Um, and, and my my cousin has some land right there as well. So the cool thing is his property is adjacent to the state wildlife area and a national wildlife refuge. Oh. And in what would it have been? Actually it was uh, the winter of nineteen ninety-nine into two thousand. I spent the winter out there on the property in uh, an old 1950s vintage trailer, an old mobile home that they had on there, so they'd go up and stay there when they go out hunting. Right. And uh, and I used I I stayed there. I bartended in a little nearby town. I'd go out cross country skiing in the National Wildlife Refuge. You know, you'd see wolves and hear them, and I mean, it was pretty great. Mm-hmm. So. What I'm going to do is I'm going to head back down there. I just did my first um, backpacking trip since 1991. Um, yeah, I injured and it was like in 1992 I injured my back. Right. And I, I took a fall. I was living in – and I, this, I can't make this up. I was living in California at the time and I fell into an earthquake fault. And – um I I seriously injured my back. So I unbelievably bad pain and overnight it stopped backpacking, bicycling, motorcycling, all of those things that I loved. Now the eventually I that's how I came to paddling because I couldn't do those other things and I was looking for something I could still do outside. And as it turned out, I mean, you know, from that stroke of bad luck, I I, you know, found one of the things I love most in this world, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but for me to be able to get out this this past week, I, I a small little overnight, um, I threw on a backpack. I, I started feeling better. I started feeling like maybe I can do this and uh, put in my gear and I went down and I hiked around a bit and then back to my cousin's land um, where I spent the night. Um, and, you know, it wasn't that far, but the first time since 1991 so i i can't even you know say how 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 great that feeling was you know yeah well so pardon me
0: yeah so you get out there and do. i mean if if you can get back and doing more than just the paddling you can what you enjoy
3: yeah yeah and and i mean obviously um you know Paddling is is such a huge part of my life now that will never go away. But this mm-hmm. is just kind of like adding something back to the mix that that I lost and wasn't able to do. Right. You know. Right. Um, bicycling and motorcycling still probably out for now. But even like in terms of bicycling, I have one of those uh, those elliptigo those stand up uh, bicycles. Right. Right. Uh, I won in a contest. <laughs> And, and I, I feel like I got a little bit of it back there too, you know, so all these things kind of come back little by little. And, uh, this, this week I'm going to go back out. In fact, by the time, uh, people hear this, I will probably be out, uh, hiking around a little bit. I'm going to add a little bit of weight to the pack and I'm going to add, uh, definitely more mileage and just see how things feel. Awesome.
0: That'll hmm. be, that sounds like it's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, I'm pretty,
3: yeah, it'll, it'll just be nice to get out and, you know, I mean, time outside is, is precious and, and, uh, so the, the chance to be able to do this, you know, is, is great.
0: Yeah. Well, we still have, um, at least a month till we get out. So we will be sitting yeah. here and, and living vicariously through you. <laughs> uh, but the fact that all the animals are now starting to come out and make their appearances and, and everything, uh, you got to watch your, watch your steps and, you know.
3: Yeah. Yeah. And there's, you know, over, there's not a lot of, you and I share a, a tremendous love for snakes.
0: Oh, um, I love snakes. They're so cuddly. Yeah. Yes. Yes.
3: <laughs> um, this, in this area, there is, um, we have timber rattlers. Right, and uh, so, as I was out uh, on this little backpacking jaunt the other day, I was I, I keep a camera like I have a, a hiking pole in my left hand and I have a camera in my right, and that way if I see something i'm I'm hopeful I can get some kind of wildlife photos, you know
2: mm-hmm.
3: and and that's, so I'm scanning the horizon and I'm looking up in trees for bird life and everything, not looking. At the at the you know trail in front of me, basically, and I'm walking down this little two-track you know forest road, more trail than road, and uh, and I walked right up on a turtle, like a big turtle, a black turtle, and Look, it was like not a, a
0: snapper or something, was it?
3: No, no, but you know it was kind of the thing of if this had been a snake, I'd really had a big problem <laughs> right now.
0: <laughs>
3: <laughs> and so uh, I noticed online. Um, there's uh, a hiker slash uh, climber. Her name is Jill Cash, and she's down here in the States. And she put up a, a photo, and, and it's a, of a copperhead on a trail. Ooh. And basically said, and it's perfectly camouflaged, and said, you know, can you see this? Because if you didn't see it at this point, within five seconds, you probably would have had a real problem if you'd walked up on it. You know yeah. and because I mean it was right in the middle of the trail, right in the center of the frame, and still hard to see, and uh you know it was a great reminder that snakes are out, they're getting more active, uh they're gonna be you know sunning themselves and and so you know that's kind of got to keep those things in mind too i know I know that photo changed uh how I'll be hiking uh, when i'm when people hear this you can be sure that I'd be looking at the ground. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. and, and how long till winter? <laughs> yeah, <that's
3: right. laughs> You know, it's funny because there are so few snakes here that, you know, you really have to worry about, but it's kind of like, yeah, crap. Yeah. Yeah. It's that time. <laughs> I, I don't mind
0: snakes if they're way over there. <laughs> right. Yes. <laughs> you know? yes. Oh, look at that snake way over there going the other direction. Uh, yes. it's when they're getting close or they're coming towards me and I change direction and they change direction. That's <laughs> when I, okay, you know what, snake? Yeah. This is
3: not going to end well for you. <laughs> <laughs> well, see, here's the thing, you know, the, the whole thing about, you know, are you messing with it? No, it will leave you alone. You know, those flow oh, charts. Oh yeah. The little flow charts, charts. Yeah. Yeah. Right. But, you know, and then I think about, there's that, uh, we, we, and again, absolutely is valid here right and and i don't do anything to snakes i see i give them a wide berth and and live and let live um but then i always think about that one down there's a super aggressive snake down in australia where basically anything wants to kill you anyway mm-hmm. and um and it will it will hit you but it will keep hitting you and i'm and it's really venomous you know it's like and i always think about that and i'm like ah. <laughs>
0: Someone posted a picture. I guess there's a snake down in Australia called the tiger snake. Okay. And somebody posted tiger dash snake breeding area. To which oh. I had to post, are they like breeding things to kill you now? Tigers with <laughs> snakes? <laughs> I don't even know want to know what that thing's going to look like. <laughs> that's right. Is it a tiger yeah. or is it a snake? Hey, let's combine
3: these because they'll both well, kill you. <laughs> that's right. That's right. <laughs> because, you know, one of them alone wasn't bad enough. Yeah. So, you yeah. Know. It's a snake
0: yeah. with, with, with like sharp teeth and claws. Like, it,
3: <laughs> and it stripes. Sounds kind of cool. like a. A bond villain, as it were, yeah. right? Yeah, it's the tiger <laughs> snake. Wait a minute. <laughs> we can combine this tiger and this snake with a shark. We've got oh. the ultimate bad guy,
0: you know? Yeah, we'll just release those out into the public. <laughs> <laughs> and then we'll make a movie about it. Alright. That's, that's right. Oh, yeah. that's awesome, so, man. Yeah. Well, it sounds like so, you're uh, starting to enjoy some of the uh the weather and the nature and everything getting out there. Yeah, I'm trying some,
3: to a little bit, you know.
0: Yeah, get that paddling going, and you're going to be a little a month ahead of us at least.
3: Yeah, so, yeah. well, and again, you know, my, my theory on this, and I know there's talk about opening things up, up here in Wisconsin a little bit more, um, but my theory on this is if I can do it and be safe, if I can be, you know, physically distant from other people mm-hmm. um, and responsible, then I'll take advantage of of, you know, the the opportunity to be outside right now. Right. Um, but if it changes, it changes. And, and, you know, I'll roll with it. But, you know, for right now, this is, you know, this is what I'm going to do.
0: Well, like you say, when you get to a put-in, if there's 10 cars there, you're headed back home.
3: <laughs> you know what? Yeah, exactly. And and truly, you know, is... is no, and that's the thing, too, right? It's it's kind of like, okay, well, if it doesn't happen today, maybe I can go tomorrow. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's just... Uh, so yeah, so, but it 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 does. I will I will tell you. It does feel good to be out. Yeah. You know? it, it 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 feels. I and I feel really lucky, right?
0: Well, we're living I vicariously. Uh, about that. We'll be living vicariously through you for
3: the next month. <laughs> well, will it will it? I know you said before it wouldn't help and you'd still hate me. But but should I tell you about the dream I had when I was out? When I was out backpacking? Uh, save that for next week.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that will make you feel better. I Trust trust me on this. All righty. Well, John, I'm going to let you go here. Thanks for being on this week. And, uh, hey, thank you. You, you enjoy your, uh, your little hiking and camping there. And uh, yeah, do. hopefully the next time you're, well, in a couple of weeks, maybe we'll be talking and at least we'll be out maybe walking some trails or something. I hope so, man. I'm licking I a tree so. or something. I don't know. Yeah. Alrighty. Well, thanks for being on, John. Enjoy your, uh, your weekend, your rest of your week and your weekend. And, uh, Thank you. hopefully we'll be chatting with you next week.
3: <laughs> Sounds good, man. Take care. Take it easy, man.
0: Bye. Hey, this is Sean Rowley and you're listening to Paddling Adventures Radio. To find out more about us, check out our website, paddlingadventuresradio.com. You can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Current and past episodes of our podcast can be downloaded or streamed from iTunes, Google Play, and the episode page of our website. If you have any questions, comments, or ideas for the show, we would love to hear from you. So drop us a line on Facebook or our website. Thank you for listening. Enjoy the show. This portion of the show is brought to you by Algonquin Outfitters. Algonquin Outfitters, providing quality Algonquin Park backcountry adventures for the entire family. Since 1961, whether you want to get on the water for a day or a week, the friendly staff at Algonquin Outfitters can help you out. Find them online at algonquinoutfitters.com or visit one of their 12 locations. Algonquin Outfitters, your outdoor adventure store with locations in Algonquin Park, Muskoka and Halliburton. Welcome back. So yeah, that was quite the uh, decent conversation I had with John. And he's quite happy that uh, they're allowed to go out down in Wisconsin now, and uh, he knows we're all jealous and we all hate him and that sort of thing. <laughs> so all's good with the yeah, world.
1: So, so, so now I'm gonna have to um, I'm gonna have to listen to one of our episodes <laughs> to hear what, So, so tomorrow I'm gonna have to listen to the episode to hear what John says. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, you know what? It was, it was pretty
0: good talking to him. And like I said, he's, he's happy that he can get out there. Um, the bit about there, he talks about, um, going to one of the spots and seeing like 10 people standing around together, you know, it's like, guys, like, you know, this is, this is exactly what's going to kill it again. Yeah. So people just aren't getting it. No, not at all. <clears throat> um, so you know what? We'll, we'll wait and we'll do our, I got my little three and a half kilometer, route that I can do through my subdivision and, uh, um, it's pretty cool when you're, when you're walking through the subdivision, you see somebody coming up, like either you walk across the road or they end up walking across the road. Just, I mean, that's a lot of distance. Yeah. Know? yeah. And then somebody walks, whoever cross ends up crossing back over later or something like that. Yeah. You know, yeah. Every, everybody does have the courtesy when, when they're walking. Do rocking. I
1: have the, pl- am I ugly? Do I have the plague? Oh, no, it's a <laughs> pandemic. Never mind. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yes, you do
0: have the plague. Yeah.
1: yeah, the first time you see that happen, the first time you're out walking, it's like, it, 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 it's almost like insulting. It's like, what?
0: Do I smell? Oh, I
1: get it. Like, <laughs> Any other time, it would be a problem. <laughs> yeah. But you know what, though? It's, you
0: don't see many people. And I'm also going during the time where um majority of people that are working are at work. Mm-hmm. So I'll take like an early lunch break walk or something like that. Because, yeah. I mean, I'm working from my home. But, you know, I get, if I want to take an 1130 lunch break, I can take an 1130 lunch break. Because, you know, because I'm working from home and no one can spy on me <laughs> except the cat. Exactly. Except right? the cat. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so I'll go in, there's like, you know, maybe I'll see one, maybe two people. So that's pretty cool. But yeah, so to, we'll just keep doing that until the end of May. And hopefully that's when things start to open up and they have a plan to, uh, open it up
1: gently for lack of a better word. Uh, yeah. They'll have to stage it because if, if yeah. you don't go in stages, there's going to be like, you imagine the the run on the barber shops and stuff. No, like there's barbershops and, and uh, divorce lawyers and all that <laughs> stuff. It's just going to be business like crazy. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, you see, you don't, you can't imagine the barbershop because you don't have no hair. No, I've me, got, I got
0: you, clippers at home here. I just, bzz, yeah.
1: bzz, bzz, bzz. I'm close yeah. to doing that. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm looking in the mirror and I'm like, I should just try and cut my own hair. What could go wrong?
0: use, use the Tupperware bowl, not the, not the glass bowl there.
1: <laughs> I should do that. Oh, you ought to go into work one
0: day with like a total full on bowl cut. Yeah. <laughs> right straight, like, like. A <laughs> and put it like straight on. So like the back of your head straight down is shaped. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
1: I'd look like Friar tuck because I have a little spot on top. Then I'd have the shaved sides. It would just. (laughs) Just the look on people's faces would be worth it.
0: (laughs) Derek, what'd you do? What do you mean? I don't know (laughs) what what you're talking about. about. Yeah. What are you talking about? Yeah. It's nothing to see here. What's wrong with this? Are you saying I have a haircut? haircut? No. Why would I give myself a haircut? (laughs) I'm I'm waiting. I'm going to grow my hair out. (laughs) <laughs> I'm doing it. Yeah, <laughs> I'd be awesome. I need a beard trim maybe.
1: Yeah. No. Well, even if even if you uh and I've done this before where you give yourself a really bad uh mustache or like something like that, just you know, you're shaving and it's like, hey, you know what, I'm gonna do this, surprise the wife, and then and then in an hour I'm cutting it all off. <laughs> <laughs>
0: So, yeah, no, I I have a lady I go to that does the touch-ups on my beard and that because if I did it, it, I would end up yeah like with half a beard. Yeah, I'll just take I'll just take a little piece off. Oh damn it! (laughs) (laughs) What happened to the other half of your beard? Shut up! Don't look at me, I'm ugly. I'm lopsided. (laughs) I'm hideous. I'm a monster.
1: and then people were re- people were <laughs> cross the street walking towards you for other reasons yeah
0: what is wrong with that guy <laughs> what is wrong Ooh. with him <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh good man. times <laughs> yeah yeah and all we got to do is wait and uh yeah it'll it'll all come to pass eventually
1: you know uh-huh. so
0: <laughs> anyway uh you got anything else for this
1: week i've got nothing you got nothing yeah, I'm, uh, I do have to get back to work, though. Ah. Someone's going to be calling me really soon. Huh. Well, <laughs>
0: alrighty. <laughs> I've been away for an hour. Well, if you want to find out more about Derek, go to the nearest nuclear power station. <laughs> if you want to find out more about us, you can find us at PaddlingAdventuresRadio.com. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. If you're on Facebook, look for our Employee of the Month picture. Way to go, Derek. Congrats, buddy.
1: <laughs> hey, sir, there's there's prize money with that, right?
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's like du- d- d- double my it's, salary. It's exactly three times your salary. And, <laughs> awesome. and a big container of cheese balls. <laughs> I did
1: get those. You is got- that what the cheese balls are for? The yeah. employee of the month.
0: That's it, buddy. Awesome. Employee of the month: cheese balls and beer.
1: <laughs> Sean and his wife dropped off uh, cheese balls and uh, and uh, so beer. beer. So yeah. the beer is Christine Nygarth's beer that she dropped off to us at the uh, at the. Uh, Film festival, film festival, yep. And uh, so now I can actually drink the beer, Christina, Christine, or Christina.
0: I usually go by Christine.
1: Christine. Christine. So, anyways, now I can drink the beer. I can enjoy it. I had one of the bottles there last night. Very, very good. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah. So there's that. I would say I would drink my
0: beer with yours, but mine's already gone.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, it's it's been a long time since since. Yeah. Wow, well, we didn't expect
0: fest. it to last this long, right? We right? figured we're exactly. just going to be a, you know, oh yeah, know. we'll 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 do it a couple of weeks or something, and right, yeah. But at least <laughs> it's been cold that entire time, so. <laughs> Anyways, where were we? <laughs> uh, if you want to listen to us, you can listen to us on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Player FM, and all your podcast uh, favorite podcast downloading sites. And if you go to the episode page at Paddling Adventures Radio, you can listen to all 221 episodes. And if you enjoy the podcast, share it with all your friends and share it on social media and yell it from your rooftops. And, you know, because there's a whole bunch of bored people out there looking for stuff to do. And a Absolutely. podcast would be a perfect thing for them to do. Yes. Uh, and that's about it. So I'd like to thank uh, everybody for listening this week. I'm Sean Rowley. And I'm Derek Specht. We'll see you next time.